everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country. So we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> Can we turn this into a living single podcast? Because I, uh, I just started rewatching it. Um, Richard has never seen it. So I'm like forcing him to watch it. It's so good. I I watch a couple of episodes on on cable. They have it sometimes. So good. All the shows back in the day were so good, and I wasn't old enough to understand how good they were. Yep. Until now. Back when so. you so Moesha's on Netflix now, and yes. I love Moesha. I used to watch it all the time. And one of the things I always remember about Moesha is that we're old enough to remember a time when you had to choose what shows you wanted to watch if they were on at the same time. Like you couldn't just watch things later on. You had to choose. And Moesha was on at the same time as some other show that now I don't remember. And it was a show that me and David, my older brother used to watch. And at a certain point I made the split and I said, I'm not going to keep watching this other show. I'm going to watch Moesha. And he was girl. Mm. Whew, that was a that was a challenging time in our sibling <laughs> relationship. I was oh, pretty sure I was in second or third grade, and I chose Moesha. Like you had to make a commitment because then mm. if you missed it, you had to wait for reruns. Like it wasn't like you can just find it online. No, nope, I don't even Ooh. know what a computer was at that time. Tough, tough times, man. For real. I, but what's so funny is I used to watch Moesha, but I know it wasn't weekly. I know it wasn't, (laughs) but for whatever reason, as I'm watching it now on Netflix, every episode, I'm like, I recall this episode. I recall this moment. It's really weird. But also, I remember Q playing such a big role. Um, but I didn't realize now as an adult, as I'm watching this, I'm like, Q was terrible. Why? Why? But also, Moesha, as much as people want to act a, as as she's so great, she was also very entitled. And she did a lot of stuff in spite of her parents. Oh, yeah. Moesha was... The worst, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I would be like, ma'am, you are not a grown adult. Please calm She's down. She's not a grown adult. Or, or here's the thing. So <laughs> that moment I'm telling you when uh, Frank talks about the Saturn capital of the world, <laughs> Spring yes. Hill, Tennessee, it was that same episode that he got her a car. And she uh, said she didn't want this car because she wanted a Jeep. This, it was a Saturn. It was a red Saturn. And he was like, you know, I got it for my daughter. And she refused. And I was watching. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, how can you just, like, say no to the car? Fun fact, I also said no to the car that my dad got me when I was younger. But that's uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's talk about that. Please. <laughs> it was a Toyota 4Runner. I think it was 95. And 95 you said no? Yes, because I just was like, this is too big. Like, And it also, here, 
to be honest, it had a really great smell. Um, it was somebody's, I don't, I think it was our neighbors at some point. I don't remember, but they had like five dogs or something like that. And then it smelled like dog and then they tried to clean it. It still smelled kind of bad. So I just never really felt like confident driving. It was also very big. And I was also a very new driver. So I never so really drove. Your in. father paid for this car and you were like, nah. I was just like, maybe you should drive it. <laughs> like, because wow. I wasn't, I didn't even have my license at the time. So I was like, well, now I have to get the license. <laughs> it was like oh the my God. Thing. What is your, what? <laughs> yeah, so it, was, they, it, I, it was, I think it was more, it was on sale. My dad bought it and then he was like, oh, you can use it. But he was it like, just, you're going to drive. Logistically, it didn't work out. <laughs> I bought my first car, a Saturn. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the best car I ever. I bought my car with the money that I got from my Sweet 16. Mm. And then we, this was such a weird way to buy cars. I guess people still do this, but like my dad had been driving in our town and saw a sign in a car saying this car is for sale, which is a thing that people do, I guess. Um, yes. And then, and then we went, like we called them and then we set up a time to go to that person's house. Wow. I mean, we didn't go inside. A stranger's home? We didn't, we didn't go inside the house, but it was like, we were like in their driveway and we came to look at the car and I'm pretty sure my dad like drove it around and we were like, cool, this is a, this is it. And surprisingly, considering all of the zero research we did into it, that car lasted so long. That car is still running. It's a 97 and it's, it's living its retired life back at my parents' house where I'm pretty sure my brother drives it or something. But it was wonderful. And all of this to say that I paid for that car, right? And Mm -hmm. I would get so mad sometimes when my dad would be like, that's my car. I paid for it. I was like, (laughs) excuse? Excuse me? You did not? Granted. So are are you saying that they should have also bought it from you since now they have the car? Oh, I'm not saying that. Wait, I'm sorry. That would be that would make more sense. I'm saying my dad used to say that's my car back when it like when I was still driving it and it was oh, my man. car. You know how you know how parents are. And boy, do as I a, as an adult now paying for my own car and all that stuff, I do recognize that the maintenance of cars it costs more than just the one-time payment that you put down if you're buying a used car. Um and so he was paying the insurance and the registration and all that. But <laughs> I was 16. And I was like, this is my car. I bought it with my money. Also, can I have some money for gas? Thank you so much. <laughs> I remember. I remember how much you would just drive that car to the E and below. Wait a minute. I remember one time I went to visit you guys. Yes. You will you will take this memory Wait. even if you don't remember. No. This sounds fake. I don't believe this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Real news. Uh <laughs> summer 2005. 
five. Okay. Okay. I came and hung out with you because you were graduating high school. Yes. And we had to go to the mall because we always went to the mall, even though you hate the mall. I do. But every time we get together, we go to the mall. So I appreciate that. That's how you know that's a best friendship. This is true. Relationship. Oh, last um, time you came here, we went to the mall. Of course, because we always go to the ball. I love the ball and you hate the ball. It's it's beautiful, y'all. But um, you, we were going to the mall and then you were like, I have to get gas. And I looked at the tank and it was <laughs> E and the light on. And I was like, wait, what? And you're like, it's fine. I'm like, is it fine? Shouldn't we get some? And you were just like, no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. I mean, I was like, hold on a second. Was it fine though? Oh my! Did gosh. you die? No. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> cannot be the barometer that in which we do stuff. I don't Look. want to have to die every time. Okay. But <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is, <laughs> to be fair, hope, have you changed that? Do you yes, have so gas in your car right now? Yes, I do. Actually, I don't because my new car that <gasps> I got right before this pandemic is a diesel vehicle, so I have diesel what? in the car. You yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. I literally bought this car. It was leap day, February 29th. And pandemic times was like just starting kind of. Nobody was wearing masks, but everybody's like sanitizing everything, whatever. And then I bought this new car. I was like super excited about it. And then right after that, I didn't have anywhere to go because everything's closed. Uh, (laughs) What the fuck? I got a kind of mess. It's a, it's a, it's a mess. But anyway, so all this to say, I do have uh, fuel in my car right now. Um, I have unfortunately had to change my ways. Um, because when you're in a relationship, you have to make compromises and Richard and I have been together for 11 years now. Is that true? 11 years? Yeah. 11 years. Um, and he is one of those people who, if his car is at half a tank, He's like, we're almost out of gas. We got to stop for gas. I'm like, sir, he's he is correct. That is not true, but okay. And so for 11 years over the years, he's, we've gotten in many a spirited uh, conversation about this. And so I have tried to change my ways and I'm, I'm better about it. I am. I still think half a tank is like, Oh, we're good. Like, okay. But quarter of a tank, is too low for me personally now mostly because real talk I don't want like sometimes we drive each other's cars and I don't want him to get in my car and see how little gas I have and then be like really he'll be all disappointed (laughs) so it's a real thing I don't think I think people need to have fuel in their car but at least you are getting to where you need to go you you know know? it's all it's a process self-improvement baby And now it's time for Seemed on Screen, where Jenny and I chat about what we watched this week. I just wanted something dumb and goofy, so I started watching Emily in Paris. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and it is You know it's actually supposed to be Emily, Emily and Perry. Emily and Perry. <laughs> or Emily in Paris. um wait what would your name be what would your show name be jenny and 
Oh, well, they have to. Okay. Oh. I don't know. Um, I don't know my name. Oh, I don't know. I think I would. I would enjoy a an adventures with Jenny. No, that's not part of the game. It's got a rhyme. Oh, like okay. Emily in Paris. Okay, then <laughs> Jenny loses a penny. Wait. Okay. All right. It, it, you know. <laughs> we'll figure that out the idea was to have it be a city but okay oh okay no 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 (laughs) it's not passed the moment has passed (laughs) jenny in dubai it doesn't work oh god my name doesn't rhyme in any place well it certainly doesn't rhyme with dubai (laughs) and i don't know why you even tried that you knew that There's no part of you that started saying goodbye if you get rhymed with it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to dream about this now. I'm going to think about it forever. Why? I don't know, because it's interesting. What rhymes with, what rhymes with Jenny? What Hold city on, cities that rhyme with... Spell it with a J so they don't get confused. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I... <laughs> Don't know. Nothing rhymes with Jenny unless I go to Jay Z Betty. (laughs) No, cities, cities, Jenny. I know, I know, but maybe it's it's probably gonna be like a whack ass tiny town in some podunk podunk state. It doesn't matter. Keep Um, going. What are we even talking about? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Emily in Paris. Whatever. Uh, I mean, Emily in Paris. It was so... It was kind of like the television version of potato chips. Kind of. Yeah. uh, I don't know. if Maybe potato chips. Where, like, I knew as I was watching it, I was like, I don't I don't love this. And so that's why I don't I don't necessarily feel like it's potato chips. Maybe potato chips have a flavor that you don't love. Um, mm, I don't know. Okay. This analogy is going off the rails. But you're watching it and you're like, mm, I kind of hate this sometimes. And this girl is very unrealistic. And this whole thing is ridiculous. The setup is insane. Outrageous. Outrageous. But then when Netflix is like starting to autoplay the next episode, I'm like, yeah, go on, girl. <laughs> Let's see what she gets up to. So, uh, Richard was gone most of the weekdays this week, I think. And I would say I watched a lot. I'm not done with the show. I think I have two episodes left of the season, but I watched a lot of Emily in Perry. And uh, I don't necessarily think I am a better person for it. Um, mm. But. It was what I needed, which was just like mindless, silly, just yes. like, what is, girl, what is going on with that? I, I have so many questions. Like, number one, are we supposed to believe that Emily, like, brings the concept of social media to Paris? That's literally what they say captions aren't even good no and what okay so i my origin with emily and patty was chilling in the house and i saw this i was like what the hell is this 
And I just played it because I thought it was going to be something whack and vanilla. And I was like, I'm here for it. So when I realized it was, I didn't know it was a show right away because the cap, the, the way that the trailer was playing, I just thought it was a movie. And I was like, oh, it's not. Okay. Why is she the one having to go? First of all, because her boss is pregnant. It just because her boss so is random. pregnant, and apparently, pregnant people can't go to France. <laughs> like they did not. Yeah. They did not explain that at all. The only reason that it was just kind of like tricky was because she was an. It was a a dangerous pregnancy or a high risk pregnancy. So I guess that the the woman didn't want to take any chances. But at the same time, your option is Emily, and then. The way that the thing sets up is that she just starts the Emily in Paris account when she gets there. So I'm like, wait a minute. You don't even already have a following. She's not that good and she's not that funny. Like, it's weird. It's It's real dry. It's kind of like... And I don't want to... I don't want to shit on this show too much because I know, you know, making television is hard. Um... (laughs) But part of her personality, it almost seems purposeful because she's so, it's weird because on one hand, she's like extremely mediocre in like her, like her, her posts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, they want us to believe, well, number one, she's, you know, she's a beautiful girl. Number two, she somehow has all these wonderful ideas that no one in this in this marketing company or in this country has ever heard of and she's like transforming these brands and uh getting all this engagement and all these like big wigs are wanting to work with her even though they write her off as a stupid basic american or something but like so it's, it's like they want us to believe that she's exceptional but also they try to make her the blandest person possible i don't understand it but she's acting as if she is the market the chief marketing officer which she's not and so that part where she's like y'all need to show up to work at 8 a.m i'm like girl who are you you are not the boss at all you're not even the bosses you're not even the boss's assistant like girl get all the way out of here and learn some french beaucoup merci i am so upset with her she don't even give me she don't even drop a je m'appelle emily she doesn't even drop that yeah that that was weird because they like made a point of being of her being like i don't know french but it'll be fine and like then you see cut to she gets there it's not fine but then they sort of gloss over that (laughs) but but like and yeah she takes classes and stuff and she sort of learns french but she's not really learning french she's not and i get that it's a city where a lot of people speak english but it's just very the, the times in the show where she gets into like a little bit of a a pickle for not speaking French. They, her character is never like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I don't speak French. She's kind of like aggressive about not speaking French. I'm like, girl, this is their language in their country. And you're just like, "Mm, sorry, sorry. English, please. Like, okay. She's so, Oh, it, 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 it does upset me. It does upset me. I've realized I get upset, but it's because she thinks she's the bomb. And I'm like, you're not, you're not even, 
you're not even that cool. I think, but this is the thing I'll give the show. I didn't expect it to have anything outside of it being vanilla because the person who produced it and wrote it, I guess, is Darren Starr, who also did Sex in the City and the show Younger. And it's mm-hmm. literally the same thing. White woman pro- protagonist who mm-hmm. likes fashion and is trying to make it in in a big city with limited mediocre ideas but because she says it in a quirky way people take it and are like wow that sounds great so mm-hmm. i'm just like okay girl and then her little her little romp with her little neighbor i'm like all the men in paris and you have to be with the one that's in your building and who has a girlfriend girl bye Mm-mm. Also, how small is Paris? I feel like she just runs into the same people all the time. That is true. But, you know, the world is is very small when you think about it because you do end up really going to the... She only goes around her neighborhood. That's why she keeps seeing the same people. But I think, yeah, I mean, I, I went into it expecting because... I didn't watch it when it first came out. So I've had, you know, like a month to see people chatting about it and like joking about it and stuff. So I kind of knew what I was expecting or what? Uh, I knew what to expect. <laughs> I knew what I was expecting to expect when I expected it. You're right. And it was, it was what I expected. So. And now it's time for what Julie found on Al Gore's internet. It says, am I the asshole for, in quotation marks, insulting my girlfriend's education? Already, I feel like yes. Yes. (laughs) But here we go. So my girlfriend is 22 and never went to high school. So she is redoing high school and getting good grades right now. Something happened. Good for her. I don't know. Go, girl. Something happened today that made me bring it up. Mm -mm. We were having a tiny, small argument. (laughs) about some (laughs) I feel like too much emphasis on the size of the argument there a tiny Mm -hmm. small argument about something I don't even remember that's a lie you absolutely remember what it was about 1000% because this was literally today of course you remember anyway uh and she said you're just projecting right now and this Mm -hmm. this is in parentheses I said she was something I don't remember what I said I'm certain that that's wrong you absolutely remember what you said but okay it's fine and when she said Wait, yeah, okay. And when she said, you're just projecting, I said, why do you keep saying that? Are you a psychologist or something? And then she proceeded to say, I mean, I've read about human behavior and how people sometimes do that when they themselves are insecure. And when I said, stop acting like you're smart when you're literally doing stuff, (gasps) you're literally doing stuff 16-year-olds are doing, getting an A assignment in a 16-year-old, getting an A assignment a 16-year-old does is not an achievement. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Uh, He continues. I could see her getting a little upset by that, but she tried to act like, this is Mr. Smart. Okay. She even called herself smart at one point. Okay. I hate this man. Um, Mm -hmm. She's not acting like she usually does around me now, and I think she's a little upset, but I don't know. I I don't think I did anything wrong because after I said that thing to her, she took it too far and said, yeah, well, at least I'm going to university or something like that, LMAO. 
she got really offended by that, it seems. Uh, um, how old is he? Am I the asshole? He doesn't say. Mm. Um, yeah, you're an asshole and a dick. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> are literally the worst. Um, like, sir, what? Also, yeah, I, I, there's no, um, there's no way around this one. Mm-hmm. You're definitely an asshole and a douche and all the bad things. Um, also, like, I just, first of all, knowing things has nothing to do with education, exactly. like with formal education. Like, we need to get out of that, first of all. We truly do. Like, I'm. I know people who are very dumb, who have a lot of education. Yes. And vice versa. Like a lot of schooling. I guess I should say schooling, not education. Education can happen anywhere, anytime, baby. Um, But schooling is a made-up thing. Mm -hmm. And she is doing a thing. You know, she wants to go to school. Great. Good for her. Get her. Mm -hmm. Go, girl. Um, But she don't need the schooling to know that you are projecting and you're an asshole. You don't need to read that in a book. Yeah. Uh, what a, I am just, if he does need to, cause clearly you're asking the question, am I an asshole? That's right? your question, sir. The answer is yes. But the explanation is threefold. You <laughs> want to use your experience over hers to try to dominate the situation Mm -hmm. that makes you an asshole secondly when she is actually trying to engage in this literally dumb conversation you then keep trying to insult her to see what else she would say so you're actively trying to hurt her and then three, you're trying to tell us as the audience that you don't remember what you said, but you remember enough to know that you want to ask another outsider's perspective on whether you're an asshole. And that makes you even more of an asshole because you're not empathetic to what she's feeling. I don't know why you got a woman by your side, but I truly hope that this moment shows you how much of a jerk you are and that you don't deserve anybody. And You could keep all your degrees because that's the only thing about to keep warm your asshole he didn't even say like what his schooling is either but whatever um there's an edit he added a an edit (laughs) it says edit please stop sending me messages my girlfriend (laughs) i know my girlfriend will get over this don't worry she always does she is swedish like me but we both live in uk and i have a citizenship here and she doesn't wait a minute even worse Uh, then, then he says all her flights to Sweden are getting canceled, so I guess she's stuck with me then? What? I have time to make her like me again, so maybe you guys can calm down. You're acting like she will break up with me, but she always comes back to me no matter what I do. Not everyone is weak like you who give up on relationships. Wow, I hate him. I hope he gets hit by a truly, um, truly hate <laughs> sir, First of all, your girlfriend is 22. I don't know how old you are. I hope probably around that age. I feel like you probably are. But the point is, it's not like you have this long relationship that she, you know, she doesn't want to throw it away because you've been together for a long time. No, bro. She's 22. She can meet so many other people who are not dicks. What the fuck? Yeah. Also, the fact that 
she doesn't have citizenship and you're kind of holding that over her like she's stuck with you nah i i want her venmo because i need to get her some help to get out of there what is happening i am just so uh like it's stuff like that that infuriates me because i think that women are literally in I think that women are so strong. They are so much life. They are so much light. They are so much love. And that you have to even have a trash fire like this garbage next to you. I just, it hurts my heart. Mainly because I don't, I don't applaud men in doing basic stuff like being nice to their girlfriends. No, you need to do so much more. This man is terrible. And I I almost feel like he's trolling us but the fact is that men like this do exist so i I truly also hope that they can get out of this that that per that woman that he's with that she can get out of it and know her worth because if somebody doesn't support you when you're trying to go back to something that's the that's not the kind of person you need oh i'm so bad the kind of like i hate that because the i hate this for a lot of reasons but the fact that he used that as an insult and that was so ready. Like he, he yeah. didn't have to call that up. Like he, it, according to him, they were fighting about something insignificant. So it wasn't like he was like back up against the wall and like feeling threatened, which even though, even when you're feeling threatened, you don't lash out in ways that are hateful. Uh, see all the racist women online who think that being stressed is okay for them to say the N word. It's not, um, that's not how it works. Anyway, so the fact that it was there anyway is like, mm, you. this isn't the first time you've just said this to her. And yeah. that means that you don't respect her. And also, I feel like something happened to this girl so that she could not do high school, like go to high school, which mm-hmm. she's 22 now in 2020. So it's not like there was, you know, back in the day when not everyone went to school, whatever. It's pretty standard for us person in the UK or Sweden where she's from to go to school. So that means something very traumatic probably happened to her and she did not get to go to high school. So Mm -hmm. already you're an asshole. (laughs) Like, dude, what? Oh God. I really, I really wish that, I wish that she could give an update so we could know that she's okay because I'm so sad. I know. And the thing is, like, it's also so different, too. Like, different schools and um, different countries have different school systems. So who knows? But at the end of the day, if she is going back, I just applaud her efforts. And I also hate, too, that he also added he's a a UK subject and she's not. Uh So I'm just like, Oh, that's also like another level of this ownership that he wants to have over her. And I just, Oh, I just wish that women knew they were stronger than this. Yeah. The fact that he said that because it, he wouldn't have added it if it wasn't something that he thought about constantly, because that's not something If you're in a relationship with someone who you love, the fact that they're not a citizenship, a citizen and you are, shouldn't ever cross your mind as like a, well, they're stuck with me. (laughs) I feel like you should want your partner to be with you and not be like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm a dick because she's stuck with me because she's not a citizen. Um, Okay. Mm. Just who in the world? I just... 
Oh, I'm so upset. I know I'll never see this person, but the person that he represents is who I hate. All these men who try to use their power over people, actually just people who try to use their power over people, mostly men who do this, but there are some real trifling women out there. So I just really hope that this particular girl can get her education, can can find somebody that can support her. And you know what? Or find nobody and she can support herself. Because that ooh. being with nobody is way better than being with this guy. Like hello. All I'm saying, she can do better all by herself. Mm-hmm. Send her some Tyler Perry movies. Actually, don't. Um no, we'll never do never that. mind. <laughs> No. Pause. Uh, take that out. <laughs> Reject. But yes, um, that guy's a jerk. Definitely oh, the asshole. Very rude. What made you hate the world less this week, Googs? Um. Well, it's hard because I hate the world so much. But um, this week, so I've been re-listening. I've been re-listening to this book from, I want to say it's like five years ago now. Have you heard of The Royal We? No. Okay. Uh, you looked like you were going to say yes. So I, I was like, thought, oh, I great. thought so too. I was like, is it possible? But I was like, oh, okay. She, she does know it. Um, so, yeah, The Royal We came out in like 2015. And it's like, I don't know. I don't think I would call it a rom-com book. No, um, it's like women's fiction, sort of. But oh wait, do you know the website the Fug Girls or or do you know the Fug Girls or go fug yourself? Okay, they're like these like I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> it's okay, sorry. It's okay. Royal um, we. I'm looking it up. It's fine. Um, it, it's written by these girls who run uh like a fashion celebrity website. Um, but. They co-wrote this book, and the premise of the book, mind you, this came out before Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got together. <gasps> really? So, but the premise of the book is that the Prince of, mm, let's call it Wales, whatever, uh, basically, let's call it Prince William, uh, falls in love with and marries an American who he meets at Oxford when she's there for an exchange program. Wow. So, so the premise of the book, like the actual happenings of the book in that the couple, like the couple is like dating on and off for like eight years. They have like a breakup. They have all this stuff. Um, it takes a lot, I think from the actual sort of rumors or relationship around, um, not Harry, William and Kate, like their sort of courtship. Um, but it's obviously fiction and it goes into like their group of friends and it's cute. And, and the big thing is that she's an American. Um, so the reason I had read this when it first came out years ago and I started re-listening to it because they have a new book that is a follow-up to that one, um, called the air affair. And so I had gotten that from the library and I started listening to it. And then I quickly realized that it was not a standalone book. It was like, oh, you need to remember what happened in the first book to listen to the second book. And it's been five years, right? Yes, it's literally been five years. So I was like, "Mm, okay. So I got that, the royal we, the royal we from the library. 
I love the public library, by the way. Just a <laughs> yes, yeah, a shout out and love to the public library. Love it. I just listen. You know, I work there part time. Wait, you don't know that. I work there part time <laughs> at our public library. Currently, here. still. I'm on a hiatus right now, but (laughs) I teach Spanish uh, one weekend out of the month. But it's such a good resource. And a lot of people don't even know how much resources are available at the library. God bless you and keep funding the library. People sleep on the library. And, like, I get so many, pretty much all the reading, both eyeball reading and listening to books, I do. Yes, I said eyeball reading. Audiobooks count as reading too, but I had to make the distinction. I get from the library. I get ebooks and audiobooks, and it's great. And yeah, whatever. Anyway, so I got the Royal We from the library, and I started listening to it. It is actually a very long book, but I do listen to things at one and a half or one point seven five speed, so it went quickly. And it was just like kind of nice to like get lost in someone else's problems and also you know it's fiction and these people are just like glamorous and rich and whatever and I was like yeah this is pleasant um I listened to it on my drives listened to it while I was doing chores um and now I'm done and I am about to start the air affair so yeah that was a nice little Nice little break. So I have not been listening to any of my news podcasts, anything. I don't really know what's going on with the world, but um, I think that's okay. Learning. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's okay. You're you're totally okay. Well, that's great. great. Yeah. Uh, How about you? Well, I had been asked to help um, find a dancer for a Zoom meeting, a Latin dancer. And I had reached out to somebody and unfortunately they weren't able to do it. So they were like, Jenny, are you available? And I was like, uh, you know what? Yes. So I took the chance and actually uh, did a bachata lesson on a Zoom call. And it was super fun. I had done a couple of bachata lessons, a couple when the pandemic started, when we thought it was just going to be a couple of weeks, I had started a series called Bachata La Loco. And it was just me teaching people how to do basic bachata. And for folks who may not know what bachata is, it is a Dominican dance. That's where it started, Dominican Republic, that has um, four basic beats. And you dance to the beat. And so it's eight count. You do two two four beats to the right to the left and then when you're doing to the front and the back it's a complete dance i enjoy dancing so much it was a real joy to do it and i was doing it to a crowd of almost 100 folks and so i was like very nervous just because i get nervous i get nervous and you know i she lied she don't get nervous (laughs) i heard once that if you and this was actually by uh what's her name Joan Rivers said this. Uh, I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Delete that part before that. No. (laughs) I heard once um, from Joan Rivers that if you you 
aren't nervous before you go on stage, that means you don't care anymore. And so I just have always kept that in my mind that I get nervous because I care so much. And so I was really nervous, but really excited to do my dance lesson. And people said they liked it and people were dancing to it. So it was really cool. So that that's what brought me joy. Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't, we did. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We killed it. Crushed it.